Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The Breakfast Brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3, The Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danka, Barty Jagdish and Ryan Huang. Let's take a look at some headlines that investors will be paying attention to today. And of course, at the top of the list, the evolving COVID situation, Omicron in particular as well. Mm. Apparently, Ryan, I understand the US Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has reclassified its COVID-19 travel advisories for several countries, including Singapore. Yeah, I'm still digesting this and this came out overnight and it's leaving me scratching my head to some extent. So the recap of this is uh, it has raised the level of warning over Singapore to another level. It was already at the highest level. It's now been raised to unknown. And this joins unknown three other countries ask on them, the list. Ask them to sign up for the WhatsApp service, then you'll know. <laughs> so we've That's got, really weird. I mean, why is it unknown? Why has it been classified? Well, we don't really have a lot of detail behind the decision or rationale. What they are guiding Americans to do is to avoid travel to Singapore because they say the level of disease there is unknown. And this joins other countries in the same category. Afghanistan, North Korea, and Syria. So not... No, just sign up. Geo.gov.sg uh, slash WhatsApp. CDC, you sign up for this, then you'll know. La. The real reasons Un- for these Didn't for they report this a million is cases? unknown. Well, just for context, right, the numbers we've just reported yesterday, 842 new COVID-19 cases as of noon. Okay, see? 502 imported infections and the weekly infection growth rate is now at 1.09. And that's yeah, up from yeah, Monday, yeah. 0.95. So not that unknown in the sense, but maybe they want more detail and more metrics to look at. Yeah, it's risen for the first time since November 12, uh, 842 new cases. No, but they just reported a million people diagnosed with uh, COVID. That is true. Maybe that's so known. they worse? Maybe oh, they well, know. Because it's known. <laughs> Because it's known. Yeah, but um, not a laughing thing for the economy or for many people because it does uh, hit them quite hard with some of the restrictions still in place. Mm. Anywhere else uh, that's worth updating? Okay, so around the world, we've got many countries still grappling with management measures. And this um, will be in focus in Asia, if you look at what's happening in Hong Kong. So it is set to ban most un vaccinated people from restaurants, libraries, museums from next month. And all teachers and school staff will be mandated to get vaccinated. So that is quite a, I guess, uh, pivot from recent times where they've been trying to open up more, but now it's a bit of a step back. It's like what we did, I think, last year, right? Uh, uh, July or something like that, where unvaccinated people started to see more restrictions. Mm. And also in mainland China, that's a big one to watch out for because of their zero COVID strategy Mm. where it means tough lockdowns as soon as you detect any um, signs of this um, COVID-19 just possibly sprouting. And the latest to join the list is Zhengzhou. It is the second major city in Henan province to impose a partial lockdown this week. That joins Yizhou City where three asymptomatic cases of COVID-19 were enough for Chinese authorities to lock down the entire city of almost 1.2 million people. And those two cities joined the other city already in a lockdown Mm. for a good part of the past two weeks, Xi'an in Shanxi province, where authorities have actually asked for restrictions to be tightened even 
further. Mm. I think a lot of people are questioning the wisdom of China's zero COVID policy, aren't they? It's a tough one to call because it could work when everything's um, no, clear on hindsight and we'll have to see how this pans out and if they want to stick to this. But so far, we've got a warning from Eurasia Group and they are saying uh, China's zero COVID policy will this year fail to contain infections leading to larger outbreaks requiring in turn more severe lockdowns and you know what happens activities will be restricted and business will be impacted and that has a knock-on impact on other parts of Asia and then in the world so something to really watch closely and if you look at what's happening in Xi'an yeah. uh, they've been trying to help people manage it with the lockdown supplying them with food and supplies because the uh, movements have been restricted and there are some reports coming through that it is not as efficient or effective as they hope it to be. So some people are seeing their supplies run low. So much so we are hearing news that some people have to had to resort to barter trade. And this mm. is involving exchanging cigarettes for cabbage. And in one case, a Nintendo Switch console for a pack of instant noodles and two steamed buns. It's like the old days, right? <laughs> Way before our time, we do trading. <laughs> Different kind of trading. But I think this guy could have gotten more for his Nintendo Switch console uh, than just the packet of noodles. Day, at least five. <laughs> <laughs> five steamed buns. See, we have to relearn how to do barter trade properly yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, okay, well, at least the situation there is known. It's not unknown. <laughs> Mm. Well, uh, many known knowns and, known, and unknown unknowns to really um, keep track of this year. Still um, can't get over it. The, the reasons for why we have been classified as unknown are still unknown. That is a very good point. Yeah. Uh, still mm-hmm. on China, what will be also closely watched is the stock markets. And this is with the um, index of US listed companies with trade in China falling the most in more than two weeks. So what's really happening on the COVID front? Just you know, spilling over partly to the stock market and you also have China Huarong. They are an asset management company and they just announced a bailout of $6.6 billion and they resumed trading in Hong Kong today and they are also expected to hold a press briefing. Uh, For a long time, they've been trying to get buyers for their banking, financial leasing and securities units. So we'll see uh, what type of um, news they will be announcing later today. Quick one, uh, you've got a nice piece at the bottom uh, about badminton world champion Lo Kian Yu. Mm. Uh, and apparently that's uh, drawn a bit of money via crowdfunding. I'll let you get to the story just very quickly. Uh, there are some uh, so-called badminton academies here in Singapore that mm. uh, two days ago reported an uptick in the amount of private students <laughs> taking the sport. Wow. And all this they're calling the Lo Kian Yu effect. <laughs> We predicted this, didn't yeah, we? We did, we did. Yeah? Uh, That's it. All parents going to sign their kids up for lessons. Yeah, and, and it's true. You're, you're right. It's true. Uh, so tell us about this crowdfunding. What's known and what's unknown? <laughs> so what we know is, uh, well, some good news. Um, this crowdfunding effort, um, because the backdrop to this is how he became world champion yeah. and then there was some news that he didn't get any money, any prize money at least. Um, yeah. So people got together to put some of their money to give him as a bit of a recognition and a pat on the back. So it has this crowdfunding effort raised over $108,000. So congratulations. Oh. And yes, two more days to go, this crowdfunding effort. So if you're feeling generous, you've got some spare cash and you want to support local sports, this could be one effort for you to look at more closely. And uh, it's, this is being led by a managing director of Pine Gardens Cake, Wei Chan. Uh, also joining the efforts are four other business leaders, the CEO of Jumbo Group, the seafood restaurant. Mm. So apparently he didn't receive any, the reports that he didn't receive any prize money. 
I think yeah, that's the structure nothing. and the nature of this uh, competition. The world championships. The world champion. Well, not like the Olympics where there's a structured program going on to recognize Olympians for their medals. But in the case of the this competition, there wasn't anything it's set up. Pride. It's well, just bragging, bragging rights. rights. What guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe it sets up a stage for him to go on to you know, higher heights. But yes, no prize money. Uh, some and might say, yeah, that's enough. But I think at times you also need money for practical reasons, right? For traveling and training and things I mean, like that. Yeah, hundred and eight thousand. I hope it goes higher. Mm. So okay, so 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 this is still this is still ongoing, right? This crowdfunding. Still ongoing, and the other business leaders um, are the CEO of DC Frontiers, Best World International, and JK Technology. So one hundred eight thousand dollars so far and counting. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.